So the first episode of Star Trek Picard has arrived and I don't know about you guys, but I'm so excited. I've got more questions than ever and I need to talk it out. So let's do it. I'm Paula and this is Into the Cold. Tell us, why did you leave Starfleet, Admiral? That's Brandon. Hey. That's Cam. Hello. I'm Paula. So, our first impressions of the first episode of Picard. You know what? For me, I thought that if I hadn't read the first two issues of of the uh, prequel comic, of the Mm -hmm. Countdown comic, I would have been lost on a lot of these characters. I felt really connected to everybody because I had. Mm -hmm. But if I hadn't, I felt... uh, as though people would be at a loss as you saw this week you saw people posting in a lot of star trek groups and even on, yeah. on you know your personal facebook feed and stuff like that yeah hey who are these people what is this thing going on etc yeah. who's he Where living we already with kind of knew the answer to that yeah so, cam did you read the comics i did not read them um i definitely didn't know who they were i just sort of assumed it was nice people taking care of picard because he's a nice guy <laughs> I, I guess that, that was my and, and like they were obviously romulans i i knew that you know that they were part of the star trek universe i, I sort Sort of it, it 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 raised some questions for me, but not ones that I did, felt like I needed answers to yet. I sort mm-hmm. of gave it the um, and and maybe it's from watching a lot of movies with my kids. They ask a lot of questions, and I'm like, don't worry, don't worry, they'll tell you about it later. Um, <laughs> and that that was kind of what I told myself when I saw them. I'm like, okay, well, they, all right. So he's got random caretakers who are taking care of him. He's an awesome dude. I'm assuming that's why. But I, I yeah. didn't. I, I did. I did definitely question who they were and why they were part of it. But I assumed, you know, it's a new show. I guess they'll, they'll tell me eventually when I need to know. Yeah, for sure. The other thing that I I was kind of taken aback by initially was a, a lot of the kind of first day reporting that was done. You saw these these articles like you know uh, Picard makes Starfleet the enemy and all of these things. And and I think mm-hmm. that Picard has always been this unwavering you know, moral compass, mm-hmm. uh, all the way through TNG, you know, it, he, he kind of, I like Picard for similar reasons to say, for example, why I like Superman or something like that. Yeah. So I don't see anything, any choice that, that they laid out because of what happened on Mars or anything that, that happened, uh, you know, with the, the, the rescue mission that was subsequently aborted is making, that doesn't make Starfleet an enemy. I think it just, it shows the difference between the the two of them. Like Starfleet mm-hmm. as a as an ideal is what Picard stands for. Starfleet as an actuality is maybe mm-hmm. not something he's always on par with, and that's not so. That's that sort of your first impression based on other people's the first, first impressions. That other people are yeah. yeah. So like you mm-hmm. know, I, I think there's a lot of interpretations in any case. Cool. I, I really liked it. I thought they did a, a, a. My first impression was this is awesome. This is how they need to approach it. Um, I, I, there, there was a couple things that I thought were, were really clear right from the beginning was that they were going to take a different tone from the original series, but they were going to be true to way, where, where the characters started and, and where the characters might have gone in the meantime. And, and those were things that made me really happy. I, I was concerned that, and as much as I, I love Discovery and I think they did a good job, they definitely took a different approach with that. And obviously the JJ Abrams movies took a different approach too. Um, I I felt like this felt like the first time I've seen, um, you know, an original, a, a Star Trek series that lived up to what was going on in the nineties or felt like the nineties characters that, that I'd watched. And, And that 
was from a first impression perspective made me really happy. I was excited about that. There's definitely more that, that I kind of dug into, but that was my overall first impression is this feels like it's going the right way. And yeah, exactly. that makes me happy. Same. I, I was really afraid to be disappointed and I think they nailed it. I agree. I thought that, you know what? I thought the intro music was pretty cool too, because it's kind of all over. And then just at the very end of the intro, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you get a little flourish. Yeah, yeah. right? Like you it's know, just a touch of TNG. Well, exactly. Because if you if you depart from that, then you end up with something like, uh, you know, the Enterprise theme, you know, oh, which God. always felt foreign to me. Yeah. Always felt foreign. Everything about that Other show than the felt few foreign episodes to me. That they had the kind of very militaristic theme for, for yeah. a few episodes. The mirror directly episodes. episodes. Always felt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah exactly. <laughs> so, but beyond that, it always felt foreign, like walking into that show. I think what yeah. they were trying to do, though, with Enterprise and with the intro to this is try and make it more accessible, right? To try and make it. Like, I think what they tried to do with the, the entire show, not just the theme, but was to balance fan service with bringing in new fans and still make it accessible right because i think that you know yeah. ideally you generate hype and you want to have people who are big fans watch the show but you want to bring in new audiences too and and i think they did a good job i feel like that that was one of the things the theme definitely did it but I, the rest of the show too it, they just they really hit a good balance of fan service but then also exposition explaining what was going on and being able to bring new people in and not having to know a ton of background to be able to watch it. That is always nice. I, I think uh, the show's going to do that too, though. Yeah. I, I, I don't agree with you up. on the enterprise front, but it's a conversation <laughs> for another day. Well, no, all I was saying is I, I think that's what they were trying to do. I didn't necessarily say that they were doing that. that I think that was the goal of that theme, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Obviously yeah. it's a major departure and they were trying to make it more accessible. I, I, I wasn't necessarily saying they were successful with that endeavor, but I think that yeah. was the plan. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the Oroville has subsequently obviously done a much better job of, of capturing, you know, Star Trek fans' imagination in a way I think that, that Enterprise was trying to back in the day. And mm-hmm. and I think that, the, the you know, that's prevalent with the changes in tone that you saw in the second season of Discovery. But we're going way off here. So I know. I, I was going to – I want to bring you guys back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's bring you back. Sorry, sorry. Let's talk about our favorite characters a bit. Um, I was thinking about this a lot. And I'm thinking that there's, what, been two characters from TNG so far in the first episode? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really, it's like favorite new character. Obviously, Picard. You know? <laughs> like, I feel like I, I, least favorite character, Picard. No. So, uh, favorite characters. Uh, guys, you guys go first. Cam, you can jump in here. So, I, I, you, you kind of gave me a bit of a heads up about this, and I spent some time thinking about it. And my, my immediateness was Dodge. I thought she was awesome as a character. Um, but, but giving it a little bit more thought... Um, Agnes is pretty awesome, and and I think she's going to have a more interesting character arc. Um, I think Daj's mm-hmm. character is the the one that I'm excited for my girls to watch as a character on the show because she's empowered. She obviously is, mm-hmm. you know, she's she's going to have an interesting arc. Well, either her or her twin or whoever, right? The, yeah, the, I was going to say. The, do you think she's still around? I, I I'm 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 assuming she got transport transported out right before the explosion or something like that, right? Her twin it's, is Soji. No, yeah. nobody's ever really gone. But anyway, her 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 twin, her character, um, I think is really interesting and, and seems awesome. But I think Agnes is going to be the more interesting character long term. Um, Allison Pill was on the network, and her character had a really interesting arc where she started off as being somewhat sort of Pollyanna and then turned dark. And I feel like Agnes has that potential. Um, I think there's some stuff going on there that you know, like how Data's mind got out into the 
universe. And I, I feel like she is not what she seems to be. She seems to be an in, sort of innocent Pollyanna scientist person. And I don't, I don't think that's going to be her arc. I think she's going to be more interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's, uh, she's going to go rogue and start getting into the whole, cause like right away she's like, Oh, you mean it's, um, Dodge, right? Like she just, she's pretending she doesn't know anything about the synthetics. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden she's like, Oh, like, I wish you could come here on my day off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hypothetically. <laughs> We mm-hmm. could do this. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe it's a little more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that lore as well, by the way, that they've set up for, you know, not Data's brother. Um, <laughs> but I, I like the idea of, you know, if you can, you can salvage even a small part of, mm-hmm. of Data's neural net, you know, you can build out from there and then you you have to do the twin thing almost like data and mm-hmm. lore and this mm-hmm. sort of thing. I, I like that very I much. I feel like they were playing in, into that with the intro too. A whole little... Um, chip falling off of Picard's mind and flying around that that was sort of like I, I think that was playing into that whole you can salvage one piece you can salvage a whole thing of a mind it, it felt like the it felt like the intro had a lot of elements that were um foreshadowing for the series I felt like they were trying to show they had the board cube in there they had a bunch of different things that that mm-hmm. I feel like when you watch the intro at the end of the season it's going to be more than it did uh in this season it's a good point or that, that piece that falls off Brandon? It's hard because I like Shaban a lot, but I like him because I, I have like, you know, a little bit of, of, of more context of who the character is because arguably you could say the same. Like I, I like um, um, Michelle Hurd's character because I've already kind of read some of it, right? Um, the caretaker guy? He's the yep. male so, caretaker, yes. Okay. Yep. For a little bit of uh, – without context, I like the character because he – he seemed very warm, uh, but very concerned all the time. A little mm-hmm. bit more on edge um, than uh, I'm drawing a blank. Laris is, is, is yeah, his Laris is yeah. I, I I like that kind of on edge because that feels very Romulan to me. Yep. You know that never completely trusting, that never feeling comfortable in any given situation, but wanting it so much. You know, so I, I very much uh, maybe deep down I relate to it, but I, I found myself very easily falling in love with that character. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on him. Uh, you know, it, to the extent that he's in the show. Mm-hmm. You know, we can talk if you want to talk about who he is or where he is before this. Then we can get into that but for now yeah do you think they're gonna go back and try and explain some of their back i feel like they're gonna they're obviously they're obviously there they're gonna explain that backstory in an episode i'm assuming so what about you paula who's your favorite character my favorite character um (laughs) when i thought about it i thought picard obviously right but uh i'd say dodge and that's because not just like not from the beginning but the moment we find out she's technically data's daughter I automatically just thought like lol and how much I love the episode and, and the relationship that uh, Data had with lol. So to think that he has another daughter, is just it was awesome and that she's got all his memories. I don't know if you remember at the end of the episode with lol, he, uh, when she fails, he takes all of her thoughts and memories and everything, like everything she learned and downloads it into his uh, ponitro- positronic mind, right? So this is sort of the same thing, just the other way around. He's put everything he knows into his daughter. I mean, not him specifically, as we find out, but it's the same kind of concept, Right. Which is why she knows who Picard is and feels like she knows him and sees his face because she's got data's information in her mind. Yeah, it's interesting. We were kind of talking about this while I was watching the mm-hmm. episode and I actually went back and Googled Lol and what she looked like. And I feel like they purposefully cast um, 
the the actor because she looks a little bit like Law. Yeah. Like, it, it, obviously not exactly the same, but hair color. You know, they they obviously put her hair color the same. She looks enough mm-hmm. like her that it's not. You, you go back and you're like, okay, I can I can actually see this. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it definitely reminded me of her, and that was the first thing I I thought when when I realized she was a robot and related. I'm like, wow, this is like it's a Law thing for sure. Which is which is an interesting yeah for sure and like her makeup her makeup's even done the same way kind of just neutral like plain sort of you know very natural colors clean palette kind of thing like just clean slate just like Lol was she was learning she was you know clean slate like a child (laughs) but yeah no I noticed that too once once it brought it all together which that that's why she became my favorite character and how crappy is it that her boyfriend kicked it so fast i, I feel like his char- his character his character has got to come back he, he was interesting is that race been seen before in star trek i don't really remember no no that. um let me see i'm gonna look it up Did, no not kelpian <laughs> i can't remember what he was what did his eyes do they like he wasn't kelpian he he had like psychic abilities minor psychic he had he had some empathic abilities yeah. but and his eyes sort of glowed. I, I don't know. Uh, there we go. I, it doesn't he, he, say what he is. That's too funny. He doesn't even have a name. She now she mentioned where he was from. She she said I, I don't remember. I didn't pay close attention. But I was just thinking it, it would be interesting. I, I'm I'm assuming that they've shown up somewhere before in some episode. Then they just pulled it back in for that. Probably. But it seems like seems like an interesting choice to put somebody who's from a race that we haven't seen a tremendous amount mm-hmm. of in Star Trek in one of the first scenes of Picard if they're not going to play a role later on. Absolutely. He, yeah, it must have come up before. I'm actually trying to look it up. <laughs> but but I did think that was a good scene to... It was a good no. It was a good scene to introduce her as well, right? Because it, it gave her, it really made her very human to to show her in a situation that didn't feel very. She certainly didn't feel like Data in that scene. No, right? no. She, you assume she was human until the people broke in and killed her boyfriend. <laughs> well, until she, until they, she doesn't pass out when they slam her yeah, face yeah. into the table. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what's going on here? Until she Jason Bournes those guys. It's pretty rough. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like it. No, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. And I, I was thinking about this. It, it, a fairly violent scene for early in a Star Trek show, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like there wasn't violence in Star Trek, but usually not that graphic, yeah. at least traditionally, right? They didn't have a lot of blood and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, no, you're right. But I, I think it's a good change. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. It was kind of fun. I was like, whoa, this show's really kicking off hard. So we all did our, our favorite characters, yes? Yep. Okay, cool. So I, I was, I'm kind of worried that we've like kind of gone into our favorite moment scene now. <laughs> but that's our next... Our next part. Now, favorite moment or scene of the whole show. I'm going to go first. I loved after Picard's figured out that Daj is uh, basically Data's daughter and she finds him at the uh, archives and he, t- and uh, you know, he's all worried about her and he tells her, I'm never going to leave you. Um, you're always going to be safe with me, all that stuff. I, I love that scene. I thought it was so sweet. It was like such a father figure moment. He's like her godfather, basically. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. That was my favorite scene. It was like all emotional. <laughs> it, it was. It was really emotional. I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great scene too. And it, it, the fact that you can be weepy on a first on a pilot episode is is a good thing, right? Yeah, the, of the fact that you're that invested in a character, even if you're a Star Trek fan, um, I, I wouldn't. I personally, I, so I was fairly invested in the original series, but a lot of mm-hmm. and TNG and all the other series. But a lot of the time, it took a lot longer to get invested in characters. You had to watch a season or two before you were really 
invested emotionally in characters. And yeah. I think they did a really good job of establishing that early. And I think that's part of the reason that scene was awesome. I, I agree. It was really good. Yeah, that was awesome. It was my favorite, but it was really good. Who's your favorite? <laughs> um, so my, my favorite scene was the, the interview scene. Um, and, and I okay. think there, there's a couple reasons, um, and not necessarily because it was emotionally really well done, but I thought it did a good job of um, providing exposition in an interesting way and also establishing Picard's character for people who might not have watched the show, right? So they, mm-hmm. they explained who he was and why he was important. Um, to people who hadn't seen it, they did a good job of explaining to us, the Star Trek fans who hadn't read the comic or other ones who didn't know what happened in between of, of what happened and why. Um, and then they also explained why Picard was in the situation he did it, but they did it in a way that also allowed him to maintain his character and did some important things to inform fans about what the tone of the series was going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. One, one scene that I saw in there that I thought was really, and I had heard about this before, but I thought it was great to see it was that if Worf showed up in the series, he was going to be regular Worf, not um, weird disco Worf, right. Yeah, he was going to be yeah. a, a weird disco Klingon. He was going to be, and they showed a shot of him standing next to Worf, which seems like a small thing, but like as a, as an original series fan, They've shown that now, so now they're going to have to show. They're not going to. They're not going to rewrite it, right? They're not going to yeah. retcon all the stuff that happened before. And I felt like that scene, in a way, was explaining everything, but also giving me that sense of assurance that you're going to keep the series the way it was and keep Picard's character the way it was too. Cause that's where he did his big long speech about why he left the Federation. And it, yeah. it very much in my opinion was in keeping with where his character was going to be. So I just felt like that was a really good and concise way of communicating multiple things at once. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a really smart way to do it. Right. And also it was, it was interesting, right? Like yeah. somebody grilling Picard when he's an old dude and not expecting it even mm-hmm. if you're not a Star Trek fan and you're watching that, you understand immediately what's going on. Yeah. But there's a lot of there's a lot of good subtext going on in, in that as well. Oh, for sure. Anyway, you feel so bad. Like He's it. so stressed out while it's happening. Like he asks and they, you know, he asked Shaban if yeah, he went over, you know, yeah, that, that, it's that, like, yep, we told them know. three times. They're not going to ask. <laughs> Bam. She asked. Which is good because there's, well, there's <laughs> yeah. the setup, right? And then yeah. you're, you're automatically on your feeling for him. You've got empathy. You've got, and, and it, it, like, I mean, think of it if you're not a person who watched a lot of TNG, you probably know who he is maybe, but you automatically have empathy for this dude who's, you know, obviously very intelligent and erudite and is being grilled by somebody who is maybe not, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he handles himself well, which I think yeah. is the whole point, you know, too. You know, they, they think that they, they're going to get one over on him and they very much do not. Yeah. And, and, and that's great. Yeah, he definitely comes out on top in that interview. So I was reading this cool article. I'm going to say it just because we're talking about it. But apparently his, because um, he talks a lot about Dunkirk, um, apparently his... Uh, father actually fought at Dunkirk. He was he was oh. involved in that battle, and ended up becoming an alcoholic and fairly abusive based on it. So really? there was a there was a there, yeah there was a I read this today um, l- later reading about the episode. So there was a there was a Patrick Stewart subtext that was going on with that that scene as well. So that that I I was. I was reading about it. I'm like, wow, that just makes that scene even better is that he, he has a, a real personal connection to Dunkirk. That's not necessarily positive. Um, and the fact that he would call that out is pretty, pretty interesting. It, it, that wasn't the only battle that his father fought in, but um, he, he was there and he was part of it. So interesting. Wow. That's pretty intense. That's cool. It's interesting fact. 
Brandon? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the scene, to be honest, not even the whole scene, but just the moment when you realize that the Romulan reclamation project is um, a Boracute. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we were wondering, you know, between the opening sequence and we had alluded to potentially, you know, I I had a theory on Dodge perhaps being Borg. Mm -hmm. Um, Like how did Seven of Nine come into the whole thing? Yeah, exactly. What we know about the series. So I I love that that moment because for me, even minus the the conversation with with Suji, the, the twin sister, or, you know, and, and the young Romulan there or any of that stuff, minus any of that stuff, you immediately, for me, because of the, and especially because of that scene that, that Cam was just talking about, the, the interview scene where you kind of find it a little bit more um, about the situation on Mars, etc. Um, re- and, and, and the Federation stepping out on, on the Romulans in, in the midst of a rescue mission, um, you, you kind of see, one, how desperate... Uh, the Romulans were to turn yeah. to a technology that technically they, and and to I guess probably the last remnants of a people, uh, although I guess you know to whatever extent um, that that they would have never turned to. Yeah, um, it, it's just an interesting thing, and I very much enjoyed that moment. Mm-hmm. That being said, I also think it, it it it's kind of a it's kind of a free point. You know what I mean? Um, because. I don't know. Borg, the Borg stuff is kind of some of the coolest stuff yeah, in the TNG true. universe. So it's like uh, I got really excited and, when I saw that. Game. And the same as like they're they're some of the best episodes of Voyager. You yeah, know? for sure. And and so for me that the, the it's kind of a free one. It's kind of a freebie because you're like yeah, cool. But it mm-hmm. still had a lot of emotional resonance because just because of the fact that. You can already tell that the Romulans, as a species, are in a dark and desperate place, yeah. more so than they have ever been before. Yeah, it's true. You know, mm-hmm. so that was well, they were my pretty screwed. Moment. How many millions or billions of people <laughs> they have to relocate? Yeah, I find it interesting that both in the Kelvin timeline and in the main timeline, they just like their sun is always going supernova. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just, uh, sorry about that. Just from what we've seen so far, what do you think is coming next? I, much like you, you and Cam were talking about earlier in the episode. I, I don't think we've seen the last of Dodge specifically. Mm-hmm. My inclination is that we're still going to be following Dodge. I don't think we're going to be following Suji because I, I have a feeling as though, or at least from from a standpoint of as of a Star Trek fan, I mm-hmm. feel as though a tete a tete between the two of them would be much more emotionally resonant, much yeah. in the same way as as, as Data and Lore, for example. You know yeah. that I always love those episodes because. There were always real learning moments. There was always, yeah. and, and Data always, as much as he was capable, felt love for Absolutely. Lore, um and didn't want him to be harmed or mm-hmm. hurt or feel sad or anything like that. But at the end, it was, you know, the greater good that he had to, you know, uphold, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I I very much like the idea of that, that energy. So that yeah. would be one thing for me. I, I agree with you guys that. We, we we have not seen the last of of Dodge. Cam, what are your predictions? I, I'm super excited, and honestly, I, I'm hoping I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, you know, I think uh, we're going to see obviously uh, a lot more Jerry Ryan. Hopefully, next yeah. episode. Um, 
IMDB says that she's in quite a few this season, but uh, maybe she's not going to be showing up in every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see how many guest stars from the original series actually jump in and how they jump in and how they how they manage that because I think that could be. Oh, I'm just thinking about good or bad. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll see where that comes. We 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 know there's at least two more guest stars other than Jerry Ryan that are going to be in. Right? We know that um, Jonathan Franks and Martina Sirtis. Uh, are going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. interested to see how those how those cameos happen. Um, and uh, you know, I, I sorry, go ahead. I I mean, I I think um, uh, before the original data dude and and that whole thing is going to be. I think this is going to center around artificial intelligence. I think there's going to be a. I think obviously with the whole Mars thing, with the whole discussion about it, I, I feel like there's going to be some interesting. Um, Battlestar Galactica parallels in terms there already are right in in Mm -hmm. the fact that they've outlawed artificial intelligence I think it's going to be interesting to watch that evolve um, as they kind of go through it I I think Agnes's character is going to be really a a big pivotal character in the show I I think she may end up turning at some point becoming evil Mm -hmm. but we'll see really we'll see what happens I think she we'll may see. align with Starfleet. I don't know if that's evil, evil, but I, it may be at uh, odds with, with Picard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, um, which is because you mentioned Marina Sirtis, and, and I was just thinking about how I was reading before the show, the first episode aired, that she wore the same wig that she wore in Nemesis. Really? She just had it at home. She's like, <laughs> can I just bring this? And they're like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, That's so, awesome. Like, she brought the same wig and they styled it and she did all of her scenes in the same wig from that's Nemesis, cool. which is pretty cool. I don't know, weird what, thing one, to know, but... <laughs> that, that's awesome. That is awesome. Okay, one, one thing I wanted to, to, in the same vein, sort of comment on that, that I felt like with this series that somebody had their thumb on the scale to make it like the original. It, it felt like with Discovery and even with Enterprise that it, it, a lot of the people who were making Star Trek shows felt like they needed to move away from the way that they were making them before, and it felt like somebody yeah. was moving it towards that. I don't know if Patrick Stewart, as an executive producer, was the person who was doing that or who was doing it, but it feels like someone is moving this back in the right direction, which is mm-hmm. really good to see. And you guys mentioned um, uh, the Orville, and and it felt like the Orville was a wake-up call or should have been a wake-up call for the people making these shows to say, look, there's there's an audience for this. Mm -hmm. And if you're not making shows for these people, somebody else will. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And I I wonder, I wonder how much that had an influence on it and influenced people like Patrick Stewart, who, who believed in this to change it and make it the way that it was before, or at least try and move it back in that direction. Absolutely. It was pretty interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, so I too. Have, I have two more hot button predictions for you. Okay. If you're First of all, don't take mine. I, I think I, I have this. Okay, I'll do one then. Oh, uh, just, just to be safe. My hot button prediction is uh, I think that Guinan is going to appear in season two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just have this feeling. It's just like I don't know why. I haven't seen I it anywhere or anything. Yeah. I just. <laughs> oh my god. So what about you? What, what's this? What's this? Okay, I'm so, so curious now. I'm so you know how uh, these new uh, human-like synthetics have to be created in twins? Like as twins? Yes. Right? So sure. two at a time. They, they did th- say that, yes. Yeah. So I think that uh, Dodge and her sister, why is her name so hard to remember? Suji? Suji. Suji? Okay. I think it's going to be like Data and Lore. There's going to be a good one and like an, an evil one, you know, like... Oh, that yeah. would definitely be in Star Trek. Right? Sure. Yeah, exactly. That, so That's very much, yeah. 
because at the end you do get that vibe when she's talking and there's just something maybe it's because they're in the borg ship and they shoot maybe they're trying to mislead us but it does have that feel like there might be something sinister going on there and she's Mm -hmm. yeah she's like the bad bad version of data (laughs) yeah and the other question that i have about that is was she placed with the romulans like did she was she raised with romulans is that why she's there so maybe one one sister with with starfleet one sister with romulans yeah they both you know been you know raised separately etc kind of like a well i'm not going to make that comparison um i was going to make a non-star trek yeah no keep it um so yeah (laughs) You know, I just it, it, that that would be very interesting. But I also yeah. I want to know what I want. I'm dying to see how the whole Borg technology thing is going to play out. Have they appropriated mm. Borg technology, or yeah. is there some remnants of the Borg beyond, say, for example, Hugh? Like, I mm-hmm. mean, like Borg Borg still out there? Or is you know, it after, like you know, well, somebody's somebody's pulling the strings on this whole thing, yeah. right? Like Dodge's mom. Did anyone yeah. else not think yeah. Dodge's mom oh, was actually Dodge. real? No, yeah, I did not exactly. think she was, she was real for a second. No. Yeah. So you think there's going to be I think, like... I think we were meant to understand that she was fake, right? And of I think course. that's... Yeah. Those memories are fake. Yeah. I don't think that any of that even happened. Like all of her memories from yeah. childhood. I don't think that happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think there are implanted memories. She was calling somebody else. So maybe, like... You know, maybe... Uh, um, sorry, New what's Borg. Alison Pill's character's name again? Dr. Girardi? Is that, do I have mm-hmm. a, yeah. Maybe, yeah, Dr. Girardi. <laughs> you know? Maybe, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm totally with you there, Kim. I know, I think there's like Borg Nouveau, <laughs> the new Borg, yeah. right? That's why it's like the human flesh mixed with machine kind of something going on. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Did anyone else kind of think as you know, when he, when she, uh, Dodge was talking to Picard and he's telling her like, you're very special. And she's like, no, I'm not, I'm not a machine, blah, blah, blah. He could just like tap the back of her head and yeah, open but... up the, where the circuit board is or like flip up her nail or something and be like, see, there's your little USB port thingy. <laughs> yeah, right there. We'll yeah. plug you in. We'll no plug problem. you in or like taps her back. She just goes down. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was always so easy for for everyone on the Enterprise to turn off data <laughs> to shut or data like open off. his, you know, a panel on his head or something. <laughs> you know, yeah, How did that like, never happen in a battle. I know, right? Just know. Yeah. yeah, it's so true. <laughs> so, overall feedback on the show. How do we feel about it? I personally thought it was awesome, but how do you guys feel about it? I, I, I personally think it was a really, really strong pilot. Um, my my feeling about pilots in general is if it's not terrible, it's awesome. And it's almost never awesome. It is generally, usually you're introducing new characters. You're really trying to provide a lot of feed, a lot of background and to try and follow up something like TNG as a, as a series is, is a huge task. I think they did a great job. I think they did. I I can't imagine how they could have done better Mm -hmm. for, for a start to this. I mean, we'll see where they go with it, but I feel like Mm -hmm. as, as a pilot, as a, I mean, it's not really a pilot since they made the whole series, but as a first episode, it was very strong. I mean, I think they established new characters. I think they reinforced the, the original characters. And I think they established a a really interesting season that we've been talking about the whole time as to where it's going to go. Um, it brought up a lot of questions that we want answered. So I think that's what a a first episode needs to do. Yeah. I thought the pacing was awesome too. Like there was just enough happening just when you wanted it, just to give you enough to, to reel you in lots of nostalgia, lots of new characters. And then just, Oh my gosh, what's going on? And not too much, right? They let, they let the characters breathe. There was time for Patrick Stewart to watch Patrick Stewart waking up and being an old dude. And yeah, that was sweet. 
initially and, I and had some Dodge crying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Initially I had some apprehensions about moments like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I but then I started thinking to myself, you know, that's that's actually really refreshing because yeah. we're we're living in this um time in, in our culture where we are all kind of running from uh, you know, cliches and, and mm-hmm. this sort of thing. And it's like, you know what? To ha- have a dream about your dead friend, yeah, it's a, absolutely a, a storytelling mm-hmm. cliche. Yeah. But uh, you know what? It works. And and so uh, it's not even a matter of forgiveness for me on that front. It, it, I'll be honest. Initially, I was kind of like, oh, this scene is like, yeah, why are we I know. doing this? Yeah, but, you were. But, but now <laughs> that I'm thinking about it in retrospect, like it, it it's it's actually – it's it's tasteful because everyone else is avoiding that sort of scene to yep. try and be quote unquote tasteful. They're gonna, you know they're going mean? to bring that they're going to bring that data scene back at the beginning. That that yeah. scene with the the five queens and the oh, do you want oh, yeah. do you want milk all, do you want do you want sugar that, that that's mm-hmm. all going to that's I think that there was some yeah there's some definite mm-hmm. Easter eggs there that are like going to come out later in the season. I, I think there's a lot of stuff they're going to they're going to mine for a while in that scene that was. Because they did that in original TNG too, right? There was yeah, always course, the dream yeah. sequence that ended exactly. up meeting something later. I just love that that they're they're not avoiding these things. You know that they're just mm-hmm. going for it. Let's make the story we want to make. It's a bit cheesy, but that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so yeah, is TNG. That's so okay. is TOS. Like, yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to point out that I thought another parallel, as you as you're saying with with TNG. That that I absolutely love is they didn't introduce the second office or the first officer again in uh, in uh, the first episode. Oh yeah, because um, uh, I guess uh, I can't remember a rank, but I think it's commander uh, Musiker. M- Musiker is yeah. that right? Yeah, Ra- um, Michelle Hurd's character again didn't show up. Now she's mm-hmm. obviously very close with Picard. She calls him like JL or something like yep, that. Yep. Um, uh, and and I'm I'm very interested to see the relationship that they have, but again, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's the same thing they did with Riker. Mm-hmm. It's like a delayed arrival of someone who is going to be an absolutely integral character. Yeah, and I and I, I like that kind of thing. Just spread it out, let everything breathe. Um, you know, let it be a living world, and, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm totally cool with that. And and everyone when they show up, they'll know each other, get a little expository dialogue. We're on the ride. We'll keep going. Mm-hmm. I'm totally down. You know, I like it. I noticed a lot of people in chats talking about the painting and asking each other if they had ever seen the painting of Dodge in, well, Daughter, right, in TNG. And apparently, no, it wasn't there. But I thought that was a really cool way to sort of bring in the Data character, right? Because, you know, he painted and him and Picard painted and... Yeah, yeah, in the right? grander scheme of things, that's a really minor retcon yeah. in, in comparison to some of the stuff that we've let let you know various. It's uh, pretty forgivable. It's pretty forgivable. So I'm cool with that. Well, and, and I really like the fact that they're bringing in the fact that he was an artist and had this um, spiritual side, right? Because they made a lot in TNG about how um, Nunian Singh made Data a, a thinking being, and and they used a lot of metaphors, right? He would mm-hmm. he would. They, they turn on his whole like dreaming chip. There's a lot yes. of symbolism involved with data becoming human. And they spent a lot of time talking about that. So for them to do it, for them to have a painting where he was trying to communicate uh, ideas to Picard and dreams to communicate ideas to Picard is very mm-hmm. much on point with the way they developed the character in the original series. And I, I think in a very good way, right? That, that, yeah. that was pretty forward thinking for, for a series like that, right? For a, you know, an episode of the week series to put in that kind of level of thought was 
forward thinking. I think it's awesome that they're continuing to incorporate it. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I think so too. <laughs> you look very serious. I'm just listening. Right. So final thoughts. I think they set the table and I'm ready for dinner. Nice. <laughs> very cool. Um, I just want to see the ship. I want to ship. I want. I want to see the ship that they're going to be on because oh, that's the one thing that's the that, ver- Verity. It, are they going to be on the Verity? Because yeah. I'd be down with that. That looks like a That'd nice cool. little ship. Because mm-hmm. um, some of the stuff that we saw in the trailer, I don't know if I'm exactly on board with. It's mm-hmm. a little too lived in for yeah. me. Um, unless they have a, a storytelling reason to do that, then awesome. Like war. Yeah, you know, or it's someone <laughs> yeah. else's ship. Like it's not oh, a Starfleet ship. Like for example, I had no problem with like you know uh, the TOS cast rolling around in a you know a Klingon warbird. Yep, yeah. You know that that was fine. Bring some whales to the future. I had no problem with that. Uh, but so, so if there's a storytelling reason, cool. If not, I want them to be in a nice looking pretty. Yeah. Maybe the Verity would be nice. Ideally, not carpeted. Why? You don't like the carpet? No, no, I don't like the carpet. Well, you want like a nice wood floor? You want some bamboo or something? No, I want that like, uh, that's one thing I really did like about Discovery is the flooring. It looks like that rubberized sort of like steel. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be cleaner. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I have like real weird concerns. Like I want to be able to sanitize (laughs) and carpeting. I just think like, ick. I feel like with some of the stuff that happened in the uh, original series, that would have actually been really valuable. You know, with yeah. like alien slime and like various viruses and just like yeah. carpet would have been really difficult, difficult to clean. I, I can understand that. <laughs> but there's I, like no space, I, I, right? I do not have any attachment to the flooring of the new ship, but yeah. um, I can understand why one would. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm down either way. I just want a nice, comfortable bridge. You know, I yeah. want a nice chair for Picard to sit in. You know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I want a working replicator. A nice cup holder, just like they had in discuss. In uh, I, I feel, I Voyager. feel like it's not going to be comfortable. I, I think the tone that they've set is that this is not going to be. Get me my Earl Grey hot in my ready yeah. room, and let's have a nice, common, calm discussion about what's going to happen. Well, I, I feel like they've already said the tone that that's unlikely at this point. He switched but to decaf, we'll so well, but I, maybe I his nerves are getting yeah, to him. You, you know, I don't know. To Earl Grey decaf. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I would really like. And if, you know, for me, the last, the very, very last episode of, um, of Next Generation, you know, I think his kind of frantic energy in that episode only works because everyone else is chill Mm -hmm. and like they're sitting on that medical ship in the future, the future timeline, at least, um, in Beverly's ship, um, Yeah. Speaking of which, I saw a cool uh, Beverly Crusher toy. I don't know if awesome. we talked about that before. No, save it. Save it for next time. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think I think comfort uh, is something that, that's, that's very important to Picard. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, want, I want some consistency in the timelines. The vineyard looks great. Mm-hmm. I want to see a nice a nice looking ship yeah. for him. But as, I'm, I'm being an idiot, so I'll let, I'll let you wrap up the show. Some... I'm complaining yeah, about no, it's fine. It's fine. Comfort. Hey, we were watching and I'm like, why are the wine glasses so freaking big? I, I think I think ship I think ship comfort is actually going to be interesting because I think that a lot of people talk about how discovery is not comfortable. Um, yeah, and, no, and the not. Enterprise wasn't comfortable either. The Enterprise in I don't remember the, the letter, Kelvin but the Enterprise line. in Enterprise, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the Enterprise in oh, Kelvin Timeline was not either, and the Enterprise in Enterprise was not no. always comfortable, right? It felt no. like it was kind of like a submarine or something, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, we'll, we'll we'll see. Sweet. Well, thanks, guys. This has been uh, it's been fun. We'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Keep watching. Thanks, guys.
Thanks so much for listening, everyone. There's a lot more to come. A new episode of Star Trek Picard drops on CBS All Access on Thursday. To get a free week of CBS All Access and to tell them that we sent you, use the link explodingearths.com slash CBS. The final issue of the Picard Countdown comic book hits stores on Wednesday. If you need help finding it or the other two Picard Countdown comics, which are awesome, visit us at explodingearths.com slash into the cold. We're adding new content as quickly as we can to the page, including a section dedicated to awesome Star Trek swag, lovingly curated by Brandon and I. And if you purchase any of the cool products through our links, it helps us out big time with operational costs for the show. So thank you in advance for checking that out. Make sure to subscribe to Into the Cold on your favorite podcast player. And if you can, please give us a rating and review us. It helps people find us. If you're having trouble finding us on your platform of choice, you can also find all of our episodes in the main Exploding Earths feed. I can't wait to see where this podcasting journey takes us, and I'd love to have you come along for the ride. So keep your eyes peeled to the feed, and I'll talk to you all soon.